Welcome back to the Lost in Sci-Fi Podcast. I'm your host, Leland, here with my good friend, Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. And today we're definitely going to get lost in science fiction and in space. Yay, space. Ooh, we space. like space. Cold, dark. Mm, though space apparently isn't cold. <laughs> apparently not <laughs> we've cold. Already, we've had that discussion. So uh, yeah, there you go. So, okay. Me and my dad are big fans of the procedural cop acronym whatever on right. CBS, ABC TV shows. Yes. Um, him and my mom used to watch it. I would come home from college or, you know, for the weekend and watch it with them. Be like, you know, these aren't actually terrible. Oh, I get the, I understand the comfort. Yes. Of the. Comfort is a great word for it. it it's realize. like, oh, here's a team of people and actors I enjoy. Oh, a murder. Yeah. And by the end, we're going to solve it. Yes, exactly. Uh, I enjoy that. It's the same reason I think Law & Order has been on the television for, you know, what, 20 plus years at this point. Now that it's not one I watch. (laughs) No. But I do uh, respect it. I watched the original religiously. Yeah, sure. And it got away into the SVU. Oh, when it became Rape Show? Yeah. Yeah, never so much on that one, but that's okay. Man, it's... I... USA plays it all the time, and mm-hmm. I'll watch a couple here and there, and I'm just like, man, it's always about rape or molestation. Like, it's <laughs> no. really never about the, oh, sometimes I'll have, like, sex trafficking. But really, it's just rape no. and molestation. And I can only <laughs> watch so much of that before I'm like, I'm going to go crawl under the bed yeah. now. I don't want to leave my apartment. Uh, so, like, the NCIS, CSI, Bones, I watch them all. I still watch them all because right. I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, but the one that we've watched religiously in my house is, of course, Castle, uh, starring the great Nathan Fillion. <laughs> we are very big pros of Nathan Fillion, yes. which, of course, has come to an end now. Rightly so. It I was time. So. It was really interesting when they had... All right, so they announced that What's-Her-Face wasn't going to be coming back. Correct. And that they were still going to do the show. Yes. Now, this is the first time they made the announcement, oh, never mind, the show is canceled. Yeah. This is the first time since getting on Instagram that I have experienced like the end of something like uh-huh. that, some big thing. And it was really interesting to see the mood of everybody. Nobody was like happy the show was ending, but there was almost like a feeling of victory because everybody would have been really upset if the show had kept on without her. So everybody's like, good, this was the right call. I agree. I do believe it was the right call. As a fan of the show that watched all eight seasons, I'm, yes, I agree. Yes, it would have been weird to continue on. But there is a small part of me that was kind of okay with the idea of him just being a PI with his daughter and the English broad that they brought on. It would have been something different. It would have been completely different. But by that rationally, just go make Make that show. Right. Change all the names and characters and make that a show. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to what Fillion does next. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I do feel, and they ended it fine, you could definitely see where it would have been a season finale, mm-hmm. and then they threw in this bullshit thing at the end that uh, was I heard, filmed so uh, yeah. poorly. I got like, jaded oh, to like fill me man. in on that one. I'm like, what did they do? It's like, well, fast forward, how many years? It was like, like seven years or something. Right. Yeah, it wasn't. It was enough to sup the like you're like all right here's the fan service yeah they're happy yes go about your business which I'm told <laughs> because if they hadn't done that they would have killed her she would have been dead yeah no the, she was gonna die yeah so I'm happy with it riding off in the sunset um but 
what started this is my father knows Nathan Fillion as Castle. He has no idea what his name is. I've told him several times. He just doesn't care. And right. he has told me, he was just like, I don't care. Mm. <laughs> it was like, that's okay. fair, sir. Not everybody will have the same So love. he was flipping through Netflix one night. And of course, Netflix always advertise things, you know, hey, when was the last time you watched such and such? Or right. this has been newly added. And he's new to the Netflix world um, within a couple of years. And so he saw an advertisement for Serenity. And he recognized it as, hey, that's that guy from that show I watched. <laughs> right. So he watched it. And I came home from work and he was like, hey, have you ever heard of that show, Serenity? And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, at that point you're um, just like, really? Yes. In fact, father, we've watched it. Right. And he just kind of goes... I don't remember that. No, I know. He goes, well, I watched it. That was good. And I was like, yes, it is good. Yeah. I said, it's off a show. He goes, oh, there's a show. So I had to explain that whole thing. So within the last two weeks, I have rewatched Firefly and Serenity Aww. for the first time in the quite a while. Right. Um, so I'm fresh. And I thought, all right, if we ever do a Firefly podcast, yeah. do it now while I'm still fresh on it. Yeah. Because I know you know it better than I do. Only because I've, boy, I can't, I've lost count of how many times I've watched the, exactly. the show all the way through from <laughs> beginning to end. But I think it's, that's something, the way your dad did it, and I know he's probably watched more than he thought he had. So, I was a huge fan of Buffy, and I hadn't intended to be. I had, like, poo-pooed Buffy for years and years, and then I saw the episode where she has to kill Angel and send him to hell, and sure. I'm like, oh my god, this is really good. Huge Buffy fan, and then Whedon kind of left Buffy mm. to work on what I heard was a Western in space. Correct. And Buffy, the quality on that show dropped. I mean, it just, it was... It d- yeah. It was still better than a heck of a lot of stuff that was out there, but I really... It, it, Buffy is definitely enjoyable by seasons at yeah. certain point where you're like, I like this season, right? but I do not like this season. Right. So yeah. I, I fell off of Buffy, and in my heart of hearts, I blamed Firefly. So I never watched the show. Like, that was a deliberate choice. Then Catherine and Nathan and their friends, they come back from the movie theater, and Catherine's like, you need to watch that movie Serenity. And I said, oh, I never saw the show. She said, neither did I. You need to watch it. And I yeah, did. That's the good thing about Serenity oh. is you can watch it without having any knowledge. They they gain you up real they quick in the really, beginning. They really, really did. Yeah. And so that was the order I watched it in, which I think is a great order to watch it. And I, agree. I fell in love with it instantly. It's just a testament to the movie that just in the space of one movie, I'm like, I love everything about this world that Joss Whedon has created. I love yeah. all the characters and all the actors. It was great. Um, there were some things that were answered in the movie. We're just going to roll right in. Sure, here. go for um, it. There were certain things that were, in, like I said, in watching the show recently. That I felt those 14 episodes did not answer some key questions, in my opinion, that I feel should have been addressed in maybe the first episode. But I figure in the long haul, they would have eventually answered those questions. But because we don't get that, then you're left wondering, oh, well, maybe I wish it would have been answered up front. So when the movie came along and they answered some of those key questions, I was like, oh, okay, so this is in our reality. Yes, because they, they're saying, like, oh, Earth got too crowded, we over-polluted it, so we had to go off-world to find another solar system. I'm like, check, check, all that makes sense. And, you know, and I'm like, okay, cool. They terraformed several planets, new solar system, yeah. and then they named them all after Greek gods and Disney characters and called it a day. And I'm like, I'm done with that. Fine. I'm totally Fine. cool. That's all you need to know. Exactly. Space Western, though. Is where I get kind of lost in the mix. Is I'm like, okay, so in the Earth that was over polluted, 
was that like a steampunky Earth in that timeline? And then mm. they they advanced, or or if we taking it, let's say it's our timeline, yeah. and we advanced in 200, 300 years, and yeah. we screw everything up, and we have like high technology, clearly, because they have spaceships. Yeah, yeah. No warp drive, apparently, but no. that's fine, so it takes them forever to get places. Yeah. Um, and then they get to the outer rims, and it's like, oh, uh, well, we really like dusters. Right. <laughs> and so I never understood where the space cowboy thing came into play. Not that I'm complaining, because well, I love no, it. No, it's beautiful. But it, it did kind of feel like as much as it advanced society as would be to get off the planet, they backtracked a lot with other things and it made me wonder if that was a thing like once you got lost in space you lost some of the education and the advances in technology because you went to a backwards planet where you had to start over and that's what i always thought it was i always sure and and i can sleep with that yeah i never i never really gave it a lot of thought but it makes sense i mean they talk about like the wild west in our own history Mm -hmm. the reason why people look the way they did they're far away from the core of civilization so yeah your technology gets further apart your education gets less um it's a hard life so you have to concentrate on like growing food and surviving and raising crops and maybe less on the niceties and and all that is totally fair and granted they don't need to say it right because you're watching it but all of that doesn't necessarily mean a cowboy hat but in case there was a moment where just like why you know what i'm gonna go with it's fine i'm fine with it totally fine um but like like um like each title of the show each is very like you know the train job the shindig. You're like, okay, these are clearly old-timey Western yes. phrases yes. that either stayed in continuity or they came back. You know, like, so there's certain things like that that have always weirded me out with the show that may have been answered in some form. Now, do they need to be? Not no. at all. That's what I like about Joss Whedon is that a lot of times he's just like, I'm not going to answer this question because the totally answer fair. that you're coming up with in your head is probably better. I always like the fact that we have a high-tech futuristic society but we have people in cowboy outfits. But if they forget themselves, they start cursing in Mandarin, which I think yeah, is great. Which I, my dad really was like, I don't understand why they're speaking Chinese. And I was just like, well, you realize the two biggest powers are America and China. And yeah. he just kind of looked at me and like, so the biggest powers in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, what are you getting? I was like, about to say, just you know, I usually just tell people, I'm like, Blade Runner? And then you just go yeah. there, right? I'm like, there has been several, several futuristic dystopian futures where China and America have fused together. Yeah. I'm like, so when he questioned, just like, are you not as big a sci-fi as I have been led to believe for the last 36 it years? Does, like, I mean, <laughs> it does make sense. I mean, but now, because I believe, I could be wrong, because, you know, I, I hear facts on the internet and I take them as gospel. But there oh, it's because everything on the internet is true. Totally true. Yeah. But there's more people who speak Chinese than speak English, right? I, I, yeah. Well, they, it is a bigger country. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, so population-wise, I mean, the the language that's being spoken by more people is going to roll over everything else. And I like the hybrid talk. I do, too. And I like that they didn't bother giving us subtitles. Like We knew what they were saying. We did, we did. It's, and that's, you get away with cussing. Yeah. So it's kind of like frack. Yeah. You know, also, here we'll make up a term that they overused incredibly way too much, yeah. but you still got the gist of what they were doing. Also, you can find... Find occasionally people online will translate some of the things that they were saying, and it's yeah. kind of funny, which I love. Well, I did that. always find it very funny, like, even in Next Gen, like, um, Picard says Mared at a couple points. You're like, oh, yeah. so you can say shit 
in a different mm-hmm. language as long as it's not shit in, a, in English. And you I've know? heard you can run into problems with that because like, we have a Spanish speaker on our team at work. Uh-huh. And she said that's one of the things to learn. Like, you know, if I if I look at somebody, I'm like, well, that's kind of bullshit. You, as an English speaker, I know the situations where I can say that and where I can't say also, that. Also probably because you were raised well to know right. this is not a moment in time where cussing would be appropriate. Right, but you know, it's like <laughs> I can sit here and I can say damn and I won't offend anybody, but fuck is harder to get away with. And oh, if, yeah. you, if you don't grow up speaking English, it's hard to tell when it's like this is a curse word I can use. Because, like, who knows, maybe, you know, shit is acceptable in this language, but you say it in English and people look at you funny. And yeah. you're like, oh, it's the same word, but different connotations. No, totally. Know. It's, yeah. 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 Well, it's kind of like, was it, um, I mean, not to get too far off topic, but mm-hmm. the, um, you know, our middle finger is just the one. Right. And then England is the two. And mm-hmm. then I think there's one kind of country where it's three yeah, fingers, yeah, you yeah. know. So much, in fact, that in, when I worked at... Um, Disney World and Universal Studios, they were very adamant about, like, you're not allowed to point. Right. If someone asks that it's the whole hand, you're like, oh, that is that way. Yes. You know, don't ever point with two fingers or one finger because that could be offensive to another culture. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, I Makes it. complete sense. Totally you don't need to sense. tell. I, this is, I don't know why we're spending an hour on it. No. Because I just, what you just said was clear. But it's <laughs> Disney, so they can't take any chance. No, and that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, of course, you know, what made Firefly so, well, I mean, Joss Whedon doing it clearly is always a good thing. Yes. Um, now, I, my my love, I have a love-hate relationship with Joss Whedon. I feel it's a very much like my relationship with George Lucas. Okay. Like, um, like I feel like a bad girlfriend. Like, he keeps beating me up, but I'm always just like, no, no, it's okay. Only if you knew him. Like, yeah. I feel like I make justifications That's for it. That's fine. Also, I, what you said earlier, we were talking before the podcast, you were talking about Grant Morrison, and you were saying about a, a storyline that you had a question about, and you are like, I don't know, do I give him a pass just because he's a good writer? Yeah. I think it's actually, I like the people who enjoy a lot of Joss Whedon stuff, but will still question him, because, you know, the the second we start just like, unquestionably accepting everything he pours down our throats, we're not really thinking anymore. Yeah, and, and that's... you get, like, those, that person we met from Whedonopolis at one And that's the thing, is there. you get... There's those Whedon people that I can't talk to no. because they are so blinded by the love for him. And I get it. He's a oh, yeah. gr- brilliant writer. I enjoy um, probably all of his stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm not even going to say most of it. But, like... But there's no flaw. And you're like... No, no, guys. We need to There's flaws. See, yeah, like, yeah. Age of Ultron has flaws. Exactly. You know, exactly. I'm like, you have to accept that. I'm like, as much as I enjoy it, and it got a longer run than Firefly, Dollhouse has flaws. I really, you know? I rewatched that recently. That's yeah. such a fun show. I, I think it, it suffers for the same thing Firefly suffered from. They didn't know what to do with it. No. They're like, do we keep it? Is it a primetime show? Yeah. Is it a Friday show? You had people like trying uh, to gain control over the story too, which yeah. was a shame. You know, like the whole first season was all like, ooh, it's so fun. These people, we can wipe their brains and make them be whores for different people. And then the second season, like, all right, speed it up. Let's get a story in there real fast. Yeah, there was yeah. a, are you familiar with uh, uh, PVP, the online comic, Player vs. Player? Um, you know, I've heard of it, but I don't it's know It's very funny. Yeah. Um, one of the, when Dollhouse was canceled, they had a really great bit was um, you know when Eliza would wake up she would, did I fall asleep and yes. they just like and they would tell her yes or whatever yeah. the joke was it was like a panel of her sleeping and then the next panel she's like did I fall asleep and then the panel was the PVP could watch it they're like no Joss Whedon 
we did. Oh, <laughs> I was so like, that's hilarious. Yeah. But it really does sum up this show, unfortunately. Yeah. I think they had big ideas yeah. that they waited too long to bring into the storyline. Yeah. So by the time they brought him in, you were like, oh, that's genius. Oh, you're canceled you're already? Canceled. I that's, just don't care yeah, no. yeah. And that's... And it's a shame. But I've heard I've heard that explanation for a lot of like flaws in Joss's stuff. It always seems to be the higher-ups were dictating what he was doing and they didn't know what they were doing so his dream couldn't come out. I'm like, yeah, but if Joss Whedon had his dream, all of the movies would be three hours long and they would all have 27 characters in them, you yeah. know? And so he does need people to rein him in, but I admit that sometimes they rein him in a little too hard. A little bit. Yeah. So with Firefly, Space Western, yeah, yeah, these 14 episodes plus a movie, and the movie's great, and I like the movie wraps up everything Mm. nicely with, pretty much with a nice little bow in the sense of, hey, we may not ever get another chance at this, so we're going to wrap everything up here, but it is clearly left open for more, and there is a series here that could clearly, now I'm not, I don't subscribe to the brown coat mythology that it will come back. If it comes back someday in some form, which I'm not saying it could not happen. I mean, we've in just the, had a Star Wars movie, right. so yeah. In the world of Kickstarter and that these actors are older, I could feel coming back five years from this you know, time that we're talking now, yeah. like, hey, ten years later, they're still on the ship doing their thing. Yeah. Here's some new cast members. I would be totally fine with that. Now, does it need to go to TV? Eh, I don't need it. That Maybe. movie is fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is weird that this 14 episodes sparked this cult following. That these brown coats, man, they are just... They're hardcore. They are really hardcore. And I'm like, you only have 14 things to go off I of. know, but how often does it happen where... And we've seen this happen a million times where you have a great show and it gets canceled. And the fans all band together to mm-hmm. get it brought back. And... I can't even, I mean, I'm such a fan of the show, but I can't take part of this because I didn't hear about the show until really after the movie. Yeah. These guys did it. They got so much support behind the show, they actually got a major movie made from it. They were the yeah. ones responsible for it because it wasn't going to happen. If they I, didn't I watched it when it aired, which is hard to say because I don't remember when it aired. Which is yeah. the pr- part of the big problem why yeah. it wasn't there anymore. Yeah. But like I remember watching the first episode and they ran the, I believe is the train job is the yeah. first episode instead of, I don't know, the pilot. Right. And you're, I'm watching it and they're like, this is a really weird pilot. Yeah. I Did I miss something? No. Nope. Yeah, I missed the pilot. Yeah, because they didn't show and it. And it was like, from the right out the gate, every mistake was made yep. that this show never got a chance. So it is. It is frustrating. So it was. I was glad that Netflix and the Blu-ray and the DVD they all run it in the order you should yes. watch it in, and it makes much more yes. linear sense. And there were some really good things that stood out of it. Of course, being that we got an amazing cast. Of course, they're all Joss Whedon regulars yeah. now. Yeah. But then they were not. You know. No, that's true. Um, and you know. And as we've said before, Nathan Fillion, who we're both very big pro Nathan Fillion fans, and I've enjoyed him since he was on what was it fucking Two Guys in a Pizza Place or whatever Which the goddamn was. I don't was. even remember. He him was like on that a, show. He was like maybe the fifth lead. Yeah. He was like and Nathan Fillion, I think. Yeah. Even even he was in the title. Yeah. And I remember going like, oh, he's funny, uh, you know. And so to see him get Firefly and then whatever else he's been doing is great. But Captain Mal, there is something. There is something charismatic about Mal that you want to watch. Yeah. But man, is he an asshole. 
He is, and that's it's the anti-hero, which is cool. He's clearly yeah, chaotic like, is, good. Is, is you know? he the anti-hero? He is. Okay. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he's the, the good Han guy. Solo? Yes, he's the good guy okay. against his will. Like, if you don't... Like, a lot of people are just like, oh, no, he's totally a good guy, totally a good guy. He did kick that one bad guy into a jet engine at one point, just, you know, in one of the episodes. He kicked him. I don't know if he necessarily thought about the jet engine being there? Oh, no, I thought it was deliberate. I thought you it was really? Okay, oh, yeah, that's fine. I absolutely... I just assumed he kicked him and it was like, oh, shit, there was a jet engine there. No. And he just went about his business? Because he was, like, trying to, like, negotiate with the guy. No, the guy's that's true. like, you know, yeah. I'm gonna, if you let me go, I'll kill you, I'll do all these things. He's like, okay. He would, he, he's... He's a shoot first type of guy. Yeah, and and I have no problem with that character, but it was there's certain things though that made me like just really dislike like his constant arguing with the doctor. Yeah, kind of drove me a little crazy because just like you both are right, like you both see that right, yeah. like both points have been made, both are correct. It's almost like now put your dicks away and let's get on with the show. But you talk you about know. I mean Mal the biggest chip on his shoulder after you know losing the war yeah. and everything. I mean going into that one bar just to start a fight with people yeah. and um, constantly bickering with the preacher when uh, with uh, Shepherd Book when he first came on you know like disparaging things that he and, says. And he was and doing it on purpose. Oh, like, totally. You were just like why you don't. You, you don't need to do that. Which You're is, totally fine. Which is like, funny. He did the exact same thing to Inara. Oh, know? that actually... That was that very was, offensive. That's the stuff that pissed me off the most. Because yeah. I'm watching him just like... Like, she said in that flashback, don't ever call me a whore. And the first time we meet, he's like, oh, she's a whore. And yes! Like, so how long did that last? Not like, was it just long. days? Mm-hmm. Like... And you just go, why didn't she just fucking leave? And Which then you're I, like, of course, because right. she's madly in love with him, right. vice versa. Right. But they're doing the Jack and Diane thing. We can't seem to make it work. And, just and like, they Ugh. did, you know, I thought they handled it really well, you know? I mean, because they weren't generally really awkward around each other. No, They definitely liked each other, but yeah. they were also, you know, they didn't approve of what the other was doing, you know? Which is so weird because clearly what she was doing was an approved thing. Yes. Like by the government, yeah. and everyone seemed like, oh no, this is a, if you're a companion, you're like high social status. And yet, the yeah. further you got away from the settled worlds and everything, the more people thought of them as whores. I mean, you I definitely guess, saw yeah. that. Yeah, I guess he just never looked at it as a social thing. It was just, he, he baselined it like, oh, you're a whore. Right. And you're he a also, high end whore. And he like, also yeah. is a little traditional. I mean, I think he, like, the idea. I mean, he'd probably sleep around if he got the chance and everything, but I think he thinks, like, a woman should be, like, for one person, you know? Not, yeah. not in a misogynistic way, but in a monogamous kind no, of no, way. No, 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 I hear you. Which is, it's funny saying that, because I, I was starting to say, it's like, he's a traditional guy and believes in monogamy. I'm like, no, I think Mal would sleep around if he had the chance. No, yeah. and, I mean, he, and he did bed, what's her name, in the um, the prostitute episode. Yes, yes. Melinda Clark's character, Which who is, I love her oh, as yeah. an actress, so anytime yeah. she comes up, I'm like, ooh, Ooh. <laughs> and then she died. It was like, oh. Which is, I, I like the fact that they made that distinction between companions and prostitutes. Yeah. You know? Which is, I don't know if you've ever read, there was a series called Kashiel's Dart. And uh, it, whatever you just said made no sense. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, no. It's a book series is fine. But it, they had the same thing. They had people who were like, it's almost like, religiously sanctioned prostitution, but it's very high end, but All you right. get way outside the city and you get just whores. You know? What, what I found um, as one of the little tidbits that I've always enjoyed in the show and watching my dad, my dad really liked Shepard. Yeah. Um, because obviously he's not a shepherd. Like, yeah. like he is. He is. At the end of whatever career he has had. Right. There was another story there. And, and, and I think that's the story that I think suffers most from the show to the movie is that we never really ever find out 
what Shepard Books' story is. Right. Now, I know there's a comic out there that kind of touches on it a little bit. Read it though. Have um, you read it? I I think I did, and I think I I think I read it. it was like, huh. Well, I don't like that. I think I just put it right back on the shelf for the store and went about my business. That, I think, has been my thing. One, it's my usual hang-up on comic books that are about real people. If they're not drawn the way my brain says yeah, they should yeah, be drawn, that was I can't a, that get was past a weird it. One. Yeah, but the, yeah, there's those left behind, and there's the Shepherd's Tale, and then there was one that came out fairly recently, and I remember almost none of it, and I know I read all of them. Oh, the, like this, the small mini-series they had? Yeah. Which was really good, too. Yeah, and I don't remember But I don't it. remember any of it. I know that, I don't know yeah. what that I don't know what that's about, that I've actually read, but I never read The Shepherd's Tale, and so I, I can't really speak yeah. to it. Yeah, no, I, and I, I like the mystery around mm-hmm. uh, Shepherd. I like Kaylee. I thought she was fine. She was hit or miss for me as a character in certain episodes. I always kind of felt like she was defined on paper, but the portrayal, not by the actress, just the portrayal in general, was never defined fully for the show. Yeah. Like there were certain scenes where she was very naive, and then when we first meet her in that flashback, she's like fucking that guy. Exactly. And I was like, this is really not the Kaylee that I've come to know for the last six it's episodes. Like a female version of a salt of the earth, you know. She has a very specific knowledge, like. When it comes to engines, she knows everything yeah. of everything, and she knows a little bit about street smarts and everything. And she does like her dudes, and beyond that, she doesn't really know a lot. I guess. Yeah, it just so. seemed weird to introduce her in such a weird way. Yeah. And then after having known her as one way, which yeah. I'm not saying is a bad thing, it yeah. just was a weird. But I will admit, her that dress that she wants is awful. Oh, it's terrible, but oh, it's God, so it's neat. So awful. I, every once in a while, I see somebody <laughs> cosplaying it at a con. I'm like, yeah. I love it. It's I'm like, great. oh, you. Went for that horrible ruffle dress, but that you makes know. sense. You know, somebody that's going to be like, you know, she's just like a down and dirty type of yeah, mechanic. I like the ruffles. You're exactly. Like, sure. When she wants to go girly, she's going to go full on yeah. girly. I, I mean, I like the doctor. I think Sean Mayer is a Ma- Ma- Mauer Mayer. Mauer. I thought it was Mauer. I don't. Yeah, remember whatever. Yet. Yeah. He's, you know, I enjoy him as an actor. It's a shame he hasn't done tons and tons of this, but he does a lot more voiceovers than mm-hmm. anything else mm-hmm. now. Uh, I bumped into him at Comic Con. Like literally, like, he, we both ran into each other. Oh, and, nice. It, strangely tall like it was just like oh all right hey what's up nightwing so weird they, um, they make the tall ones look shorter and the short ones look taller and like and he, like i think he's a generally a good dude in life and i like his character and, and i very much enjoyed that he was kind of like yeah i made a choice mm-hmm. i'm saddled with this choice i don't like the choice but this is the card i was dealt and i'm going to do the best with it yeah and and granted that came out poorly in several instances where he would talk to Kaylee or you know other people that he would kind of feel that he was above yes but that is just due to his upbringing yeah but I like when we saw his upbringing you were like oh all of this makes sense oh god you're just naive because you were sheltered from the world yeah So, like, you don't know how to talk to girls. You don't know how to talk to people in general. And I think that made him more of an interesting character. Yeah. All those times that we've talked about, like, the episode where we, like, anybody who has that much more money than me, I don't feel like they live on the same planet as me. And he's that person, except something came up to wake him up. You know, what was happening to his sister. And so he's been forced into the real world through circumstances. So it's just, he's not a bad person. He just didn't live the same life that we did. And and we never really found out what happened to his parents in the show. And the end of the movie, so I always wondered that they were just still off being rich and ignoring their children. That's a story we probably would have gotten because Eventually, he's I would so well known as now, like the to- the government totally knows that he's an yeah. outlaw and all this kind of stuff. 
I could see his parents getting hit for that, you know? Well, maybe that they lost or, their status. Or maybe would they ever be like, oh my God, you were right. Yeah, like, you would hope. You would, because there was that, that whole, the flashback scene where just like, your sister's fine. And just like, you get that these aren't things we did, right? Yeah, and yeah. they're just like, whatever, you know her games. You're like, what kind of games did she play right. where she'd make shit up? They're like, so out of touch with their own children. Yeah, yeah, and that always kind of bothered me. Um, it was weird when I noticed it was Zac Efron played young Simon. I know. It threw me off. Like, I, I, I remember hearing that was a thing yeah. at one point, but to see it, and I was like... <laughs> Why does that kid look familiar? Oh, oh, oh Jesus Christ. That's, I know. Uh, that's, that's the Efron. Before he was like really, really well known. Which I do find funny. Before he had braces. I he know. has a giant old gap in his teeth. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's you got shit fixed. <laughs> so I was like, cute. oh, your parents were like, all right, we're gonna be, you want to be, be an actor? Yeah. All right. Now we need we to got, do something. We got to do, we got to change everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and, and, you know, and, and, and then there's Jane, who I'm not quite sure how I feel about. Love Adam Baldwin. Yeah. Though, Jane's tough to take. He is, though Adam Baldwin, my love for Jane and Adam Baldwin goes up and down. That's I mean, fair. like, fantastic <laughs> actor. I love all the things. Like, his line reading of Joss Whedon's words is just beautiful. He's one of the, spot on. Him and Fillion, I think, do it the best. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I've, I've seen him on other things where the writing wasn't as good, and he'll still manage to pull out a good mm-hmm. performance. I understand his politics are very different from mine, which always makes me sad. But yeah, you know. he was on. I think I want to say he was on the Nerdist, and, he was, and it was just like, oh, I still like you, but yes. we would not have a conversation. No, yeah, but that's I, cool. I don't think he's a jerk. And, no, no, I don't no. Think he anybody, didn't come off like a no. jerk. And I don't yeah. think anybody who has different politics from me is a jerk. But no, I mean, no. like from what I understand, really different politics. But yeah, no, I always like the character of Jane. Like he can do the deadpan lines. Like I think Kaylee at one point says, you know, I haven't had anything that wasn't run on. Batteries. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, I, I yeah, exactly. I like that little quiet remark, and that whole thing with um, Vera, his gun. Oh, <laughs> I loved that. Well, it's so funny. Again, before this rewatch, coincidental, completely. My dad was watching Full Metal Jacket one night. Oh wow! And Adam Baldwin is in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, he is. And he is one of the worst people. In, yes, uh, he's like terrible. just the, the the vile that's coming out of his mouth, and I was just like, oh, I don't. No, Jane. No. (laughs) Which is, he does tend to get kind of typecast as sort of the tough. And I liked him in Chuck. He was fine in Chuck. Chuck's Mm -hmm. a fun show with Mm -hmm. him in it. You know, um, his character is very, uh, it's three dimensional because we get to spend some time with him and he clearly does care Mm -hmm. in his own way. Mm -hmm. But I don't think he became a three dimensional character until he tried to sell out River and Simon. Yeah. Like, I think up until that point, he is very just. He's a tough Hinch, guy. Henchman for hire. That's right. That's right. Which is nice that they had that episode that they were like, all right, this is like clearly he's not the lead storyline, mm-hmm. but he is adjacent to the lead storyline, right. and you get to know more about him through that. And I was like, well, that that's how you address a character that's not necessarily getting the play. Exactly. Exactly. Um, who's left? A river. Who is Man. the ultimate badass? She and that. Catherine and Nathan described that, that they see the movie where she has that amazing fight scene and the great choreography going on there. And Catherine and Nathan, then they saw the movie and they go back to watch the TV show and they're always waiting for that to happen. (laughs) And she was just like the the hostage for the show most of the time, always getting kidnapped, always getting protected. But in her defense, though, 
we it's one of those if the show had gone on yeah yeah we would clearly have seen the development of that badassery because we started yeah. to see it just a little yeah, the bit gunplay yeah. yes yeah, um, yeah. And I love the the last episode with the um, Jubal Early, uh, the bounty, the bounty hunter, hunter yeah. and her fucking with him is yeah. good. That's actually I think one of the better episodes. It, of the it actually gave me chills watching yeah. it. It really was. But I had gone into the show hearing from Catherine and Nathan. They had actually warned me ahead of time. They're like, "Okay, so River, she's in the show. She's different from how she was in the movie." Yeah. And that, but boy, that. It's a great character, and she's such a great actress. Yeah, Summer Glau is really good. Yeah, she is. And I like that her, because of Serenity, her badassness has kind of continued on. Like, she kind of gets badass lady roles. Like, was it she was the Terminator in for a while, and you were just like, yeah, that strangely works for her. It does, it does. Um, I like Inara. I think her character as well. I do remember because at, in the scene in the movie where she pulls that weird bow and arrow, and she's in, like, the weird bra, and, and you're like... Oh, okay. I get why people think that you should be Wonder Woman. Like, I, can I get see it. That. I get yeah. it. You clearly would need to be on several Apple boxes because you are a tiny, tiny woman. Yes. But if they had cast her as Wonder Woman, I would have had no complaints. No. And boy, seeing her in Daredevil was really fun. That was great. She was in Daredevil? Uh, I keep doing that. Ah, Deadpool. Deadpool. Okay. Always. I was like, I was like no, she was in Daredevil. You have no idea how often I do that. It's awful, it's, but no. It's yeah. DD. I get it. I know. Yeah. And it's actually the same universe, too, so that makes it harder. No, she's good in uh, Deadpool. Yes. Yeah. Um, I enjoy her. I don't necessarily enjoy Gotham, but she's good on the show. Yeah, I need to get caught up with that. I've you been watching don't it for a while. To. No, I, I just kind of <laughs> funny. I want to give it love because I don't watch Flash or Arrow, so I want to you know. You really should just watch Flash. I that's what everyone <laughs> says. That's you what don't even need to watch Arrow. Like I, you, you can just go like you know. I need what, I'm to just watch a watch little Flash. bit of Arrow. I mean, I saw that first episode with the abs and everything. I'm like, I could stand to watch a little more. Of this, that's fair. You know? Yeah. Uh, Inara is a good character, and I and I like that they address several different things. She's always dressed beautifully because you know oh, of her profession. Such lovely. Stuff. But but there is an undercurrent of badassery. Yes. That they they touch on a little bit here and there. We see it in the movie more, but I always felt like there was a like yeah, as as long as you, oh what they go to school to yeah. learn to be a companion. And I'm like, there's also an element of assassin school. I feel. Taught in there as well. A little, but then it's also like, I don't know. The idea not necessarily an assassin. But no, <laughs> no, but still, at the same time, I mean, there's an element of, like, prostitution is such a weird thing. Prostitution is like, should it be illegal? Should it not be illegal? Yeah. A woman should be able to do whatever she wants to do, but however, a lot of people are not in it for the best of reasons. Sure, so, sure. Mm, it, there's always the goods and bads. Yeah. Exactly. But the idea of is if you're going to go into a trade like that, I suppose... It would be helpful to know how to protect mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I always liked that element of it, that this is her choice, this is what she's doing, but she doesn't have any illusions of what the world is like. No, and yeah, she's not stupid. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, and as you said, some people get into that profession and they are stupid. Not stupid, but they are naive in the ways, the things that happen. You, you want to you hope that they went into the profession because they wanted to and not because they felt like they didn't have a choice of anything else. That's yeah. where it gets in. Or that somebody else told them they were going to get into Correct. it. Correct. So, yeah. um, I think Zoe is probably my favorite character. I would agree. And she was fun on Angel when she showed up there, too. Yeah, that was great. But I have a massive love of Gina Torres. She is is wonderful, and that role is great. I like... I actually am a fan of the really good... 
I don't know. I don't want to know if I don't know if it's second in command or whatever. I like it when you have a very strong presence and they have somebody who is either a major domo, um, uh, uh, an assistant or whatever. And this person who is technically second to them is so amazing and such a badass, but they believe in this bigger person so much they yeah. throw everything behind them. And I, I really, I don't know what's so appealing about that. I wouldn't mind being that person, not necessarily the person who's like no, top you're the in person charge. that gets shit done, right? Exactly. Yeah. And also to find that person that you know you are an incredibly competent person, and this is the person you believe in. Yeah. And I think that would be awesome to find that person. So. No, I I love every yeah, mostly everything she's. Done. I've never watched Suits. I no, hear she's either. great in it, yeah, but yeah. I just don't want to watch a lawyer show. Uh, I fell in love with her in Alias when she played Anna oh, Espinosa, yeah. the evil Russian yes, version yes. of Alias. And I remember thinking like, oh, everything about you, yeah. I just want. Yes. I'm like, I love everything. Yes. And then Angel, she was weird because it was a weird character, Jasmine. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but then you find out that she's... Um, uh, she's Lady Lawrence Fishburne in real life, which is like, oh, so Morpheus married yes. Zoe. That's kind of and awesome. I'm like, that's wonderful. <laughs> you know, I really like, like that. <laughs> you know, and I love her. And uh, Brian Fuller likes to use her. He's a big fan of her and his shows. Mm-hmm. She's found this niche of working in specific genre shows where she's not too high profile, but she's not too low profile. Yeah. She's perfect. Yeah. And she probably still has enough time to devote to her family and be a working actress. Yes. And I love that about her. And when she's brought in anything, I'm like, oh, here's going to be a solid performance by one of the badass ladies. And I also hear that in real life, she is like a decent human being. Like, yeah. you figure, because there's a lot of, we know that there's a lot of actors who get these great roles and we love them, but we hear about them in real life and I'm like, ah, you're kind of a pill. Yeah. But, you know, she, I understand, that would explain why she gets so many good roles. I think mm-hmm. people really like working with her. Yeah, and she was the voice of Vixen, mm-hmm. which I can't get enough of. Mm-hmm. And then she was the voice of Wonder Woman and you're like, oh, if there was ever to be a black Wonder Woman, this, this it would be, would be her. Totally. You know, like, uh, and what and that's what made her character so believable that she fell in love and married Wash on the show I know. is that you watch it you're like oh I get it yeah. you like and there I love that there are moments where they would have their arguments or whatever and he was not afraid to talk back at her like oh, yeah. they were they they had their shared opinions in certain scenes or whatever and I like like I can't remember which episode it is because they all blend together yes. all fourteen yes uh, but they. Where he clearly has a stronger footing and he keeps arguing his way out of the hole. Yes. And she's like, you're losing your ground. <laughs> and I was like, all right, he's fair. Yeah, like, that's, that's how a military person would argue an argument. Like, you had a strong foot to begin yeah. with. And yeah. I was willing to basically bend over and yeah. allow you to yell at me because yeah. I deserved it. But you are slowly losing ground on this. Yeah, yeah. And if you've ever been in that argument before where yeah. you're wrong, you know you're wrong, but they keep hammering at you, and I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and just let you do this. Yeah. Like, that's because I was just going to say that. Nathan Fillion, my favorite, only because I just love Fillion. So oh, I sure, love sure. Mal. I definitely do. Close second is Wash. Oh, yeah, it's Wash. Because Alan, he is, he just, that role was so perfect for him. And I think he is... Us, he's the he's our voice for the show. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, and I love that line where he just like, oh, I don't. Oh, what was he? he said something like, oh, I don't like science fiction. And she's like, you do realize you live and work on a spaceship. I know. And he's I was like, like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, I was just like, that's a genius. <laughs> it line. is a like, really good line. But he he has all the great reaction shots. Mm-hmm. He's he and Fillion both 
are very effective at looking flustered. You yes. know, they can do they can do a great like double take. And they do a great like picked on kind of look and everything. Both of them are perfect. And and I enjoy Tunic in the role. And I I he's a good actor. He like is. and which is why to this day I kind of still am upset at Joss Whedon. Yeah. I really haven't made peace with it. Like, no. in seeing it just the other night again, yeah. I was like, no, you know what? Did you have to do like, that? Like, I don't think you had to. I don't think you did, but, you know, just, Joss Whedon. You know? Yeah, he's he does what he... I know, he sat there and he was going, I don't kill people. I'm like, no, you do. You really do. You do. You can justify it in your mind as much as you want that you don't, but I have several sources yeah. that say you do. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's just... <sighs> And he can go on his bullshit, oh, it's motivated. I don't think it was. Now, I do agree, and I've heard him say, I'm paraphrasing the stuff that he said, but I do remember him saying something like, well, they are in the middle of a war. People die. I'm like, I get you. I am not opposed to that happening. And you think about, like, with us reading comic books the way we do, and a character dies, and it takes a little of the sting out of it because you're like, eh, they'll come back. Or yeah, they're not really dead. Yeah, this is comic, yeah. yeah. But that, that happens, I mean, anytime there's a popular TV show or a movie series or whatever, you're like, well, we know they're not actually going to die. Mm-hmm. And Joss Whedon's like, I won't allow that to happen. I can and will kill anybody, and, and nobody is yeah. safe. And I'm not saying he shouldn't. No, no, but it but still makes me mad. Wash. No, exactly. <laughs> leaf on the wind, leaf on the wind. Every time but I see I, that, I, you but, know? but because my reaction, my re, my reaction is not wash, is why it should be exactly. washed. Exactly. And I totally get it. But honestly, every time I hear Joss Whedon talk or I see a new show, I'm, on, I'm in my back moment. I'm like, oh, he's got a new show. You killed Wash. Yes, yes. There's I still a little hate bit. I'm like. I can't really and want to give what? you 100% of my love at this and time. I think Joss Whedon would be perfectly okay with that. <laughs> He'd be like, be. good. It affect, like, how many years has it been since we saw that movie? Yeah. Is it like 10 years now? It's, it's been 10 it's years. Short. It's, yeah, it has to be. It has to be 10 years. I'm sure the fact that we are still very upset about it, he's just like, I'm happy that that yeah, made like that much of an effect. It, it, it's, and then her reaction, oh, he ain't coming. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh. God, you're right. He is not coming. I, <laughs> I got to see, and this was before Comic-Con got so huge you couldn't do this. I went into some Firefly panel five or six years ago, I don't uh-huh. know. And um, they were showing, like, it was kind of the, the making of the movie. Oh, sure. And they had interviews with all the cast and everything. And apparently there was, like, a joke on set. Because, you know, they were going to kill Wash. And they kind of found out about it. And it's... It's got to be weird as actors to be like, oh, here comes our buddy and everything, and we yeah. know his character's going to get killed. How's he going to react? <laughs> Apparently, the way he played it, he's like, hey, why does my script only go to page 149 and yours goes on to 267? They're like, <laughs> oh, well, you just take a nap. You know, he's like, oh, okay, that's <laughs> fine. Like a, you know, it's it, awesome. it is probably one of the most breath heartbreaking things on screen. And the fact that yeah. it was so unexpected and so fast. Which makes it great. It Again, is. it's like, it, that's you love to hate it because you're like, oh, that's great. That's, that's good storytelling. It takes like a minute, like 60 seconds. There's other action going on that oh, I didn't you even... you don't react to it right away. You, you have no, you're like, no, he's not actually, is he... He's dead? Really? Because <laughs> you know? you're just like, he just, he's like, mutter, 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 do-do. And you're like, oh, oh. I don't... God, no. There's a lot yeah. going on right now. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. And then again, like war. Yeah. Yeah, um, what I think was fantastic about that scene is that with only a budget of like $40 million mm-hmm. and Star Wars The Phantom Menace had like an unlimited budget oh, yeah. and how the space battle 
as short as it is in Serenity, is 20 times better it's than so anything amazing. the Phantom Menace or the three prequels gave you in general. Yeah, yeah. Like, any of the space battles and those, you're like, these are just really long and overdrawn and a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, but that, like, five-minute one in Serenity God. where all the shit happens, God. that's a great space battle. It is, am- and Joss Whedon's also got a really good reputation for finding good people to work with. True, yeah. and and I liked it, the, and, and what... You know, what I liked about the movie is that they're like, okay, we're going to take it. Now, I didn't realize until recently, this last viewing, that it's apparently within kind of a couple months from the last episode. Yeah, very quickly. I thought it was maybe a couple years. Okay. Because Anara wasn't there. Shepard has gone off to whatever little village he had made. So yeah. to me, that's, that's, that's a good length of time has gone on and the way they speak in dialogue is kind of very much oh it's been a couple months this is like oh okay didn't that's not how i read it no uh and it is granted summer glow looks good but she's clearly not a 17 year old girl no so i think they could have maybe but you know suspension of disbelief doesn't matter uh that's why i said at the beginning of the podcast i could stem to have them Say, hey, some time has passed right. now. But you know, also explains how old they all look. Exactly, but, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's we have a precedent. They did it with Star Wars. Yeah, so and they it did works it with fine. Star Wars, and it works great. It could still happen, but I don't have nearly the same. Like after I first saw the movie and the idea that oh, this is it. Once you watch the TV show, that's all you get. I really wanted it to come back. After time has gone by, I'm like, I want it to come back only if everybody involved wants to be a part of it. Yeah, I I don't want it to come back just for the sake of coming back. And I remember when I first, back then, I was actually on MySpace. So I did yeah, find course. yeah, I did find Nathan Fillion on MySpace. And for a little while there, his tagline in his MySpace page was, I don't know when... I don't know if Firefly is coming back. Please stop asking yeah, me. Like, he was actually irritated about it, and that made me sad. And it's it's probably not that he's irritated about the question. It's He's probably irritated that, like, you're asking the star of something that has absolutely no control yeah. over those kind of decisions. Yeah. So it's like people who don't understand how things are made. Like, the you know who you ask? You ask Joss Whedon that question. Yes. You ask Fox. Yes. You don't ask Nathan Fillion. Which, did you ever you know. see that one Facebook page? It was like, help Nathan Fillion buy Firefly or whatever. It was kind of a Kickstarter thing. I remember thing. something about it. He yeah. had made an offhand statement about if I had had X million dollars, I don't right. remember what the amount was, I'd buy Firefly and put it back myself. And the internet went crazy. And he eventually had to be like, guys, stop. Yeah. Okay, that's not. But apparently the money that they raised, they ended up doing some really big charity thing. With oh, sure. Instead. Get so it to charity. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. It is one of those things that like, could it come back? Yeah. And it's feasible that it might. Yeah. But it's, but should it? Yeah. You know, you know, like I said, you don't bring something back just because you should. You know what I mean? Like Star Wars, it took thirty years yeah. for it to come back. Now, granted, there are things in the yeah, middle that happened. Yeah, I know, but, but unfortunately, that meant that it came back when it shouldn't have come back. Before, right. You know? So you know, will we be ready in five years for a grizzled Mal? Which you know, half those people won't be on the ship still. No. Like that's true. I mean, I see Zoe clearly would still be there. Yes. With whatever baby she had, because yes. clearly we all know she's pregnant. You're oh, just yeah, like, no. oh, you. In my mind, she was have, pregnant. The books, yeah, and the books that did well, it. Yes. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, had a baby. Yeah, We're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I don't know if Anara would still be on the ship. She may or may not. Eh, it's a tough have, call. I guess they did in the the comic book spoilers. I think they did get you know Mal and Anara together. Okay, so cool. that was good. That was awesome. I, I see Maybe River still being on the ship. I don't necessarily know if Simon would stick around. 
Like, I, I think know, River man. would be competent in her young 20s to finally kind of... Like, once she figured out mm-hmm. what Miranda was yeah. and that whole thing, I think that kind of cleared up her kind of... her Cleared up some of the crazy. Exactly. Like, it was like, oh, all those missing... All those puzzle pieces finally formed the picture. Yeah. Now she can move past that picture, yeah. Yeah. you know, to whatever other crazy picture is Do in you there. think Kaylee would still be on the ship? That's a tough call. Because I was, there was, I had an instinctive reaction. I'm like, oh no, by that point she'll have her own ship. And I'm like, I don't know that Kaylee would want to be in command of her own ship. She wants to be down on the engines. Yeah, she would, I I could see her being on the ship, but unless she gets with Simon and he takes her off the ship. But she was very adamant, like, this is this is my ship. Yeah, I don't, that, that almost, it could be like a next generation situation where she and Simon get together for a while and they split apart, you know, like with with, uh, Picard and Crusher. Jane, it doesn't matter. He could be there or not be there. Yeah. He could have left and come back. It's, that's (laughs) just, that, that would be the interesting thing to see where they would be in 10, 15, 20 years. It's like, I never understood what Shepard Book was doing off the ship. Like when in the movie, like oh. I didn't understand what he was doing there. I just found a founded a colony of was people. That just yeah. was it was. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. He was he was leading people in his way. You know that you kind of got the idea that all those people who were there didn't have homes in other places. So oh, that's he fair. was giving them a home. I, I just never. In like when he died, it's sad. Yeah. Didn't feel it. I was oh, just like, oh I, that sucks. Yeah. But no, that's the difference. Yeah. Oh, that's a sucks death. We yeah. also didn't see it. Also, yeah, so, well, also we did, we did kind it. of like, well, we did see the death, but we didn't see what actually killed him, right. I suppose. Yeah. Um, uh, high praise for Joss Whedon uh, bringing uh, Chiwiddle into the world before wow. not knowing who the fuck he was. Yeah, and now we know who he yeah. is, you know? Like, That's awesome. It is so weird because you're watching, and he is. He's a good bad guy. He really is. Because and he's, he's a, not bad to be bad. Right. He's like, I am a bad man. Right. But my job is to be a bad man. Also, yeah. like the, uh, what was his name, Jubal in the final episode yeah, of Firefly? Yeah, yeah. He was the bad guy who's also unhinged. Yes. Whereas Very this distinctive is, differences. Yeah, whereas him, he is yeah. totally in control of everything. And he's not crazy. He no. just believes in something completely different from you. you know, I, and I, I love the, um, the, the falling on the sword bullshit in the beginning. Because yeah. you're just like, oh, this tells me. Everything I need to know about this character mm. in one scene, and I don't, I don't question anything else. No, no, no. You're like, oh, think. you're crazy evil, yeah, but not crazy. Yeah, no, you're just, you're just, you're a fanatic, but you are very rational about it. Yeah, you know. And I love that he's like, oh, this is a good death, and you're like, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess we're all gonna die eventually if you believe that it should always have a purpose. And he's so good, at it, and I, it was, I love the line where he's just like, well, I don't kill children, but I do, and you're like. Okay, so you're at peace yeah. with being a, a total, total bad guy. And you know, I mean, and what he says makes a lot of sense. And in mm. civilization, there's always going to have to be people like that. And... Yeah, and it's weird. Yeah, like, and he's so good at it. Yeah. And you're in a, the whole time I was watching him, I'm like, God, I cannot wait to see you as Baron Mordo in the oh, Doctor Strange movie. I'm like, looking, I'm just for, like, I'm looking forward to so much of the Doctor Strange movie. Oh, totally. Movie, yeah. But knowing that, you know, We've seen photos of him and Doc Strange kind of broing it out, so it kind of leads us to believe they're training together. Yeah, and then it's going to be like a Green Lantern Sinestro split, I would imagine. Yep. And you're like, so if Doc Strange gets if when Doc Strange the sequel comes out and he's the big bad guy, <laughs> I and like you're the like, fact that you know that that's definitely oh, going to be a thing. Yeah, why would it not? He's going to make point. all the money. You're like, um, Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. It'll make all the money yes. because even if even if people don't go see it, yeah. 
his legion of cover bitches will make sure yes. that that movie makes all the money. Like, I think he wants them to be called cumber babes. Which is, yes, it the, clearly makes more sense. Somebody online but said. I enjoy cumber bitches. Yeah, somebody online said it really should be cumber cookies because if you get a whole bunch oh, of them together, it's a cumber batch. Huh? Oh, God. <laughs> There's two strains of thoughts going right through. My, I like know, I you're just like, the, I hate this. I yes, like this. There was it was it was almost like the five degrees of emotion after death, like right away, <laughs> like thirty seconds. You're like, I hate you for telling me that, but I love it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. In in in. There's good things about the Doctor Strange movie, clearly, but having uh, Chiwetel be in it is yeah. just like, oh. All right, cool. As and fact, soon as I heard that, not that Joss Whedon discovered him by any means. He's been working fine in England for years. But you have but to give him some credit. You really the do. fact that he put him in like a low budget sci fi flick, and that he was like, "Oh, I like this. I want to be in this." Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, this is really good." Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love the. My dad was a big fan of. My dad hates at all our cop shows that we watch, where. The good guy will have the gun on the bad guy, and the good guy will put the gun down. Yes. Like, my dad can't stand it. Yeah. And Mal is the complete opposite of that character. Like, in that pilot, when he's like, oh, and he just walks in, shoots him, he's like, get that off my ship. Exactly. Like, I love like, that. Finally. That's that's why I totally believe that he kicked that guy into the jet, which I love that scene with the jet engine. You know, it is funny. It's not yeah. just it's not just that, you know, he, he was giving the guy a chance and the guy totally said, If you let me go, I will kill you. He's like, Well then I'm not gonna let you go. But I like oh, Yeah, you're right, I guess he did just kill him. Yeah, <laughs> like, but I think I'd like to think better of him. <laughs> but I do too, but that's what made it so fun because he kicks him in the jet engine, which is a hard way to die, and you actually see Mal flinch like Ugh, that's yeah. gross. Uh anyway, moving on, you know. Yeah, I, it is yeah. I do enjoy Fillion in the role. Um, I like that he likes the role. Yes. You know, he is not opposed to coming back to the role. Well, all of them really have said if they ever came back, they'd be fine with it. Yeah. But it is nice that, you know, that Fillion has the friendship with Tudyk and they're doing Con Man or whatever. What's, what's the name of that book? Con Spectrum. Man. Yeah, Spectrum, well, Spectrum, yeah. yeah. And then Con Man, which I still want to watch. Yeah, me too. Um, I read the cast list. I was just like, I did not know there was that many people in this. Yeah. This is something I'm going to watch. And it's all a web series, which he's yeah. said before. Like, Joss Whedon, of course, did Dr. Uh, Horrible sing-along blog. So it's yeah, like, that's I'm the really, thing that happened. I'm okay with it, you know. I'm okay that it happened. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of musicals, so it's funny that I watch that, and I'm like, I'm okay, and then I do tend to fast-forward past the music parts, which is awful. But yeah, I think I came to it late. Okay. After it had become... A thing that everyone told me was the greatest thing on the oh, planet. Oh, it's the overhyping. And then I watched it and I was just like, uh-huh, I don't like any of this. No, <laughs> it just needs to not be. But I, I love Nathan Fillion's character. Oh, everybody's I mean, great in it. <laughs> it the, that yeah. hammer is my penis. It's like, like we get it. <laughs> like, I love him. I love uh, uh, Doogie and I love Felicia Day. Yes. Love them all. Yes. And and I the first time I watched it, though, was at Comic-Con surrounded by the fans in one of those rooms. Maybe it, not the best and I, way. And it was like this Rocky Horror Picture Show experience and I was just like I hate everything that's happening right now so much yeah. <laughs> it's funny every every time I'm doing like I always do like a list of the panels that I want to see at WonderCon or uh-huh. Comic-Con I always do that you know it's like here's the things I'm looking for and here's why I'm looking for them and I almost I see a tiny fraction of them I always put down the Dr. Horrible sing-along blog sing-along because I kind of want to experience it once, but I've never made it to it because there is that feeling. I'm like, do I want to be surrounded by that many nerds singing along? No, I don't know I don't. that I do. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like um, 
like I, I mean, you know me. If you, I love Clue. I think it, it, Clue yes. is my favorite movie. And I know it's as weird as it, I, I can be. I can totally be like oh, I like The Godfather. I know. No, I like Clue. Yeah. Uh, and it does. They do those like shadow boxing, rock shadow boxing, shadow box, um, um, shadow box. What are, what are we talking about? Like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, where people perform in front of the movie. Oh, I forget what that's called. Anyway, yeah. They do that for Clue, yeah. and people were just like, don't you want to do that? I'm like, no. No. Because I love the movie so much that I want to enjoy it when I watch it. I don't want to hear other people quoting it terribly. Uh, either that or people up on stage lip syncing to the lines just and everything. It's not my thing. It's a, I, I, props to you if you like Oh, sure. It. I've gone to see it at one point, and I was like... This is irritating, and you're not actually acting either. So please don't call yourself an actor. I'm yeah, sorry. Like, I'm no. fine with the Rocky Horror Pictures thing. I'm like, I'm like, I've done it, and I'm like, yeah, this is. I did this once. Yes, I'm good. That's it. That's all. I, I need never want to do this again. Well, yeah. I, you know, I like when you see it like on Halloween because the things that you call at the screen are kind of funny. But if you go to one of those like we show it every week and all the same people come again and again, yeah. they have a line to shout at every single thing that appears. So it's basically two hours of people screaming at the screen. I'm like, I never need to do yeah, this no, again ever. No, 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 no. Um, uh, it's it's kind of I mean I know you like to do the um, you go and see the midnight movies where you watch old movies yes. on the big screen yes. and I think sometimes that's great to do that yes but I fall into the well I own that right and it's a nicer copy at my house of yeah. my TV and I can watch it during the day and not at midnight and I don't got to deal with people yeah. and I can be in my underwear yeah. you know so it's like like the positives start outweighing why we right. go right. but I respect that you do it a lot it is it is and it's, it has to be the right movie though like okay that so too. I did see Indiana Jones and I did see The Last Crusade and then they were doing Temple of Doom and I'm like Temple of Doom is not a movie I love enough to show up at midnight exactly. with all these people yeah. it has to be like Pulp Fiction awesome yeah. um, I forget what the others it's also been interesting because uh, right before Alan Rickman died I saw Die Hard so that was fun on the screen and that would be a good one to see at Christmas after yeah <laughs> and it was after David Bowie died, they showed Labyrinth. Of course, that was an experience. That no, and those like that. Yes, like yeah. those are the ones I agree with. But it's like we're gonna watch Goonies. I'm like, I'm okay. Not necessarily. I, I've seen it in the theater. Yeah. a couple times. I'm yeah. good. And there's apparently this one called The Room, which is thought of as oh, the yeah, worst movie yeah. ever made. They show it continuously at the Ken. I will not go see that no, movie. No, I've seen enough of it to know that I don't need to finish yeah. it. Aliens was very fun on the big screen, and I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's, you know, and I'm even to the point, like to bring it back, Serenity again on the big screen, surrounded. Well, they did it at the, um, didn't they do it at Petco Park one year at Comic Con? Yes, they did. And yes. I'm sure that was fantastic. Yes. You know, but there comes that moment where my love for people yes. starts to wane, where I'm like, you know what? I can't no. stop talking. I know. <laughs> like, right. I get it. You're wearing the Mal outfit. I know that you get and you love the movie, but. <laughs> Shut up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's, I have specific ones that I'll do that yeah. for, but the rest of them, like, no, no, I'm going to sit here and not have to worry about people. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I th- is, out of the 14 episodes, is there uh, ones that stand out that you have watched more than others that you like more? Yeah, for some reason, I really. I guess you could say favorites. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. You could call it that, definitely. I, it's funny, I actually have ones that are least favorite than others more, but I, I like War Stories, which is the one where Mal and Wash get captured because Wash like insists on going and right. leaving Zoe behind, and then they get captured by the bad guy who's torturing him and everything. And the dynamics that were going on, it's a very exciting episode, it's very fun. What I enjoy most about that episode is when she brings in the money. 
to buy them both back. And yeah. he's just like, well, clearly this is for what? She goes, him. Yeah, exactly. It cuts him off. Exactly. And But what's good about that is Mal knew that's what, what mm-hmm. needed to happen. Yeah. She knew that because it, clearly that's her husband. That's yeah. who she's going to pick. Yeah. But the unspoken eye language between everybody was like, go get him out of here. Yeah, yeah. And then I can be badass. Yeah, and, and you're just like, done. Yeah. And, <laughs> and was, it was so like, because there's so many tropes where it, yeah. they would have shown it where she had to decide or had to choose or had to just, argue. And you may like, choose him. him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then the bad no. guy was even surprised too because she's like, oh, were you, were you not finished? Did you have something else oh, you wanted to say? She, yeah, because she's awesome. She is cool. I like the out of gas episode too that's an interesting out of gas is good that one's very much where we get the you get a lot of mal on his own yeah yeah and that's fine it does Um, slow things down a little bit but yeah but it's a good is that the one with the flashbacks of how we got the serenity as well yes i think that's it i think it is i want to say that is and if that is the case that's why that episode is good it's great because we get to see how everybody got on the ship which is wonderful um i like the pilot Pilot is good. The train job is fun. Has I a lot do of good enjoy things. the train job. It is fun. Yeah. Um, but the train job is fun just because it's a, because it's a train job. It's it the most western of them all. It where is. you're like, oh, they're gonna steal some off a train. Yes. In the west, yes. and you're like, check, 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 check. And we're done. And also the fact that they find out that who they're that's of course what led to war right, stories. To the, the bad yeah, guy. Siska or Niska or whatever. Niska, I think. Which apparently he's shown up at conventions before and is a lovely gentleman. I'm he's sure like, he yeah, is. Very nice. Uh, I and, and it's again, it's one of those things that he. I don't believe they did not kill him in the second episode no. that he appeared. He would have been an, a, a character. They could have brought back every couple, every season, at least yes. two episodes that, you know, be a thorn in the side of the crew. The same with Mark Shepard's character of oh. Badger could have been another pain in the ass. Yes. Uh, and again, rewatching these, looking back at how young everybody looks. Oh, yeah. It is the weirdest thing because you're like, oh, that's Mark Shepard. Oh, he's got hair. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's skinny and he looks all punk rock and he's like, that hair. God. I was like, oh, all right, Crowley. Uh, Has what is there like a famous, well-loved sci-fi show that he hasn't been in? No, I'm relatively. He's, he's, he's clicked on the, all the big ones. He's done Next Gen, right? I'm sure. No, he did. He did Voyager. He, he did, did Voyager. Episode so of Voyager. Did, so he's, but he's, he's check in the Star Trek he's, column. He is yeah. in Star Trek. He's in Doctor Who. Yeah, been in that. Of course, Supernatural. And he's got Battlestar. Battlestar. He was in and Serenity. Though and, he is. A damn good actor that I think should be more than what he does. I but that I don't. It sounds like I'm being mean to his. Like he should be bigger. Like he shouldn't yeah. be. He's perfectly perfect he where he's a at. Character but if actor. he was to be in anything else, I would be like yes. Yeah, because you are that good yeah, at yeah. what you do. And it's not only that, but apparently him and his agent are good at picking good things. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I'm sure that he's been in some stuff that was crap, but oh, I can't does. say it off the everybody top of my stuff. head. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, that embarrassing choice he made. I don't know what that would be. Uh, I think, uh, no, you're hitting on the ones that I like. Uh, I think out of, re- uh, again, like I've said it several times, my, out of my last rewatch, I'm going to say Objects in Space would be my favorite episode with the with the bounty hunter. Yeah, it's because we get to see such a great nuanced performance from mm-hmm. Summer, which is wonderful. Also, I like what they were doing at the times when they're doing the quick camera cuts when they're focused on him because he's like crazy. You yeah. know, that just sent a chill down my spine. And I like he was very much like, I'm a bad guy. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah. I may do it. Yeah. I may not. Yeah. It's really up to you. And I like where um, he, he tells Simon, he's just like, you'll have your moment. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes, he goes, it's not your moment. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, I love it. He's telegraphing 
the adventure. Yeah. And yeah. I like that when um, she's like, I am the ship. And he's like, I don't know. Maybe she's the ship. Maybe. Like, could be. You know, with everything that's going through his head, that could be totally realistic. Yeah, he, really good. Even like in the movie, it was um, when he's like, am I talking to Miranda? And she gives him that look like, bitch, please. <laughs> it was like, even as crazy as she is, she's still got fundamental not crazy. Yeah. And I love the 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 fight scene in the bar. Oh. Which is, do you know that girl? He goes, I surely do not. Yes, <laughs> no <laughs> clue. Everybody's reaction shots. Like he's actually like it gets started. And you see him lean forward. Like what? And then he's just like Jane. That's uh, that's ours. You know, this is like, um, the, the worst episode for me is Janestown. I was just gonna say it's the that. That's the one I, I typically skip. I like, do too. I don't know why it is. I think and it's it, not that it's Jane centric. It's yeah. just not a very good Jane centric episode. I think you're right. I mean, it has a couple, a handful of good moments. Like even in the, ep- I I tend to get a little bored by the message. I guess the that's red. the one with the guy coming back. But you know what rescues that one for me? Have you ever seen? When they were filming the scene where it's like a pan around the body and everything, and they're filming all the main characters, if you go on YouTube and look for it, obviously, you know, you have all the characters standing around, and the camera was slowly panning past them, and Nathan Fillion just decides to be a total goofball, and he starts, like, moving when the camera's not on him, so that he's like, here he is, the camera's moving forward, here he is again, here he is again, but it's a slow pan, and... He keeps a straight face the entire time, and everybody else is just losing it. Just Google it. It's on YouTube. It sounds fantastic. It's brilliant. I don't like the episode that much, but I no. love that little thing. I, and I do enjoy, um, oh, what is her name? She played Joan on The Office, the the the, the voluptuous redhead that comes in. She plays his wife. Mrs. Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the and second episode. came back as the, you, yeah, yeah. she's this cat basically it's their cat woman yes and i was like oh if this show had gone on we would have clearly have had more episodes where she popped back up and yep. she was really good in the role she was also that the some of the 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 classiest lines come from that when nathan fillion's like i'm going to the special hell oh. <laughs> he's like there's a special hell for you <laughs> like, which is such a great line special hell for you know yeah. for pederasts and people who talk at the theater I'm like, yay! <laughs> yes. Well, also like when Inara meets her her government companion, and it's a woman. Yes. And everyone's so like, ooh. And I love it. Jane's like, I'm going to beat my bum. <laughs> You're just like, awesome. ew. ew. <laughs> but everybody gets, I mean, like Kaylee, when they go to the, the world with the prostitutes and everything, she's like, oh, they have boy whores too. That's oh, I so love nice. it. She's just this boy whore. It's like, I no, yeah, I guess that's, that's what exactly you call them. exactly what you'd call them. And she's just so pleased. I think it's just <laughs> great. It's, it's true. I would be too. I'm like, oh, but that's thoughtful. Yeah, like, that's everybody good. is happy. That's yeah. good. I like that. No, so I would say as we're wrapping down, uh, clearly we're pro-Firefly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and again, and we're also very pro-Nathan Fillion. And, like, and we discussed before, does he get his own show? Or would that, if we talked about Nathan Fillion just being awesome in sci-fi products. Yeah. That conversation would end up being the Firefly show. So I figured kill two birds with one stone, cover him in this. Because really, not that he is Firefly, but without him, Firefly really wouldn't, I think, be the same. Yeah. Because he is number one in the call sheet. He is the captain of the ship. And clearly he sets the tone for the world that we are in in the show. Exactly. And it's an interesting world that I do wish we could visit. Yeah. And again, in some form. And I granted, there are novels, I believe, and comics and 
It's really not the same. No. Um, I know that there's a role-playing game that I've talked to people who are very much into it. Okay. And that's great, but it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. And And also, it, there's also the chance, like... And it happens with... Every time there's, like, a book that gets a sequel, a movie that gets a sequel, mm. whatever... It's like the sequel will never be quite as good as the original. Not because it's not like technically as good, but because the original was the first. Correct. And we're not going to be able to get that same feeling from it. So I'm almost just kind of like, let it be its perfect little jewel off by itself. And it is weird when, you know, people ask Joss Whedon like, oh, can it come back? Do you think Kickstarter or, you know, whatever? And he's always like, well, you never know. Everybody's really busy. And they, they say that. Other than Gina Torres and Nathan Fillion, every and maybe Adam to an extent, yeah. nobody else is really busy on that cast. No, and I and, and always, always kind of like you yeah. know, Fillion's not looking for work. Uh, Adam hasn't been in anything recently. Also, Joss Whedon is pretty much never going to do a Marvel movie again. Well, that's you never know. You know? They're, they're saying he may if it's a female-led one. Right. Yeah, he says that if they back that truck up again. Well, it was so tough. That's really the key there, yeah. too. It's just like, how much money would it take? Everybody's but got a let's number. let's stick with, he may not do one again. Right. And he, he could do little things or and whatever. And he's not doing one right now. And there's no television show right now. Which is also weird, because at this point, if he was, to, not not a Firefly show, but any if he was to come up with a new development television show, someone buys it, and they put it on air, is that guaranteed a hit at this point? Because... Everybody in the world who is his fans that know if no one watches it, it'll disappear. Yeah, honestly, like, yeah. Is it a guaranteed probably a good one, two seasons already off the top? I think it'll it'll get at least two seasons because everybody loves to jump him down on Fox for canceling it after one. So yeah. anything that he does, he would have unless it was the worst piece of crap ever. Which what are the odds? Yeah, you I know? don't. I don't think he would do something unless. I mean, he's he. <sighs> He adjacent helps shield. Yeah, that's I mean true. it's more of his. I think his brother. It's more of his brother. And I don't even know if they're even involved anymore now that the show's in his fourth season. I don't know. But so it is feasible that he could bring this back and have it actually work. In you know what he you would be excellent. What's that? Netflix. Because Netflix is doing everything right as far as I'm it's concerned. Like you can get it at a slightly R rating. Yes. Uh, and it can work around everybody's schedules because it's not like it's going to go, oh, we have to have it up by July 1st. All right, you right. know, do whatever the fuck you want. Also, the storytelling would work for him because yep. we don't have to do it like quite as like contained Yeah, each one can be you know? like an hour and a half to 40 minutes depending on what he wants and to do. And you don't have to start out every episode with the last time on Joss Whedon's show. Yeah. You, know, you just roll right into it. Binge watching would be great. But I think, I think the Corbett is still owned by Fox. Oh. Because... Or at least did, 20th century. Did or, Fox yeah. have Dollhouse as well? Or was yeah. that... Wow, I'm surprised. That, but wow. I think he was under contract. Not under contract, but maybe... Well, maybe the Fox just bid the most. You yeah, never, I don't know how this be, shit works. I don't know. Because then you get like the WB head Buffy, and then it went to the Yupin. Oh, you know, we all Yupin. remember that thing. I was actually yeah. re-watching the Nathan Fillion episodes of... Um, He's good as Caleb. He I mean, is. Boy, I forgot yeah. exactly how dis-unlikable he is. He's yeah, really unlikable. Yeah, he really is. Also, he had terrible hair. Oh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Um, when was the last time you watched Saving Private Ryan? Uh, fairly recently, actually, when which is I fun. I never yeah. knew that was him. Oh, I like, totally knew. I, I saw his name in the credits. And I was just like, 
No shit. Yeah. And then he rolled up and like, Dad, it's Castle. (laughs) Young Castle. Really young Castle. Super, super young and skinny young Castle. He's doing such a good job just bursting into tears. He's just such a great... But they're they're seven. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, Oh, wrong one. Sorry. Uh, I... I, Did you ever watch Waitress? I have not. You know, it's it's not my type of movie. I don't like romantic comedies. And he oh, plays is that what it is at the core of it? Kind of. Yeah, okay, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. I mean, it's not very, very funny, but it's got funny moments. He is very likable, but I have problems with his character. Okay. He's falling in love with the waitress character, but he's married. And so you expect um, you expect that his wife is going to be this terrible person, but you actually do get to meet her and she's lovely. Like, in a very normal, lovely way. Got it. And I don't want to give anything else away if you want to see it, but mm. I remember watching it and I was like... That kind of makes you a jerk. So, a little bit. But his character is very fun. I, like I, I love his voiceover. I mean, he is Hal Jordan. To me. Yeah. So yeah. it's like anytime they cast anybody, I'm like, I get it. You're you're not Fillion. Yeah. Because Fillion clearly has nailed the Hal Jordan at this point, yeah. voice wise. Yeah. I as much as I would love to see Nathan Fillion as Green Lantern, he's just he's. He's a little he's, past the he's age. A little group. past for like he could be a grizzled older Green Lantern. And I'm cool with he could be the trainer. Yeah, uh, and he's certainly like when I saw your pictures from Free Comic Book Day. He looked better show, in person than he does on any fucking TV well, show. He, in that picture that yeah. you showed me, he has lost a lot of weight. Well, I think he, he yeah, there, yes. There was a time during the Castle seasons where you're like. Nathan, I'm going to need you to step away from the, the, the craft service table. But I think he's also been doing something good with his skin because his face just looked really good yeah, too. Well, that's Same just rich people. Yeah. Uh, but they, I do think he is. Um, I, the rumor online right now is that he is in Guardians Two. Okay. As as a Marvel character, as, okay. a, as a cameo. All right. We'll see if that's true. All right. Um, but because he's in James Gunn's other products, that it makes sense that he's in mm. Guardians. Mm. I don't know what comic book character I would want him to be, DC or Marvel, right. because he's worked so well as both. Yeah. That, but he said his age hinders him to do certain big level characters. Yes. So he's got to be an older character, and I hate to say that. I know because I'm like he's practically the same age as me. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like you're like you're only like forty two. I know, you know and tops. yet in Hollywood wise, you're you know, ancient yeah, and yeah. You're, you're near death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is. But to be like a Green Lantern or a Batman, you do have to be a certain age. I'm gonna stick with that, Ben Affleck. Yeah. You should have been younger. Uh, but. Uh, it or you is, should have played a different level of Batman. Sure. Yeah. But it is it is one of those things where you just you're like, God damn, it's a shame that you were doing Castle. Yeah. Which is nice that he got a paycheck for eight years. Sure. I, you know, and, and it'll run in syndication forever. Yeah, especially since he had the one show. So Firefly lasted a season. And then he did that other one about the drivers. Did you ever remember that one? It was like a... I remember that there was a show. And it... Probably got five episodes filmed, yes. of which three episodes actually showed on yeah, air. So, I didn't yeah. know he was in that. Yeah. I remember the show, but I don't remember he was in it. I don't, yeah. I don't even know that if I saw the first episode, because it got canceled no that fast, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, he is, a, he's clearly, he's he's in the geek nerd royalty pantheon as being a friend of the geek. He loves the geeks. He is a geek. So it is nice when some one of our people mm. does You've done good. Yes. And then goes to do all things that we like them to do. So I hope that he is going to be in some sort of comic book property, either television or big screen. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the way things are going, I prefer him on the Marvel side at this point. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... 
But you know Just what? Maybe that's how that yeah, is, yeah. I don't want to see him be in something and be embarrassed. And unfortunately, DC has a slight track. The track record isn't great. But no. so that is the Firefly Nathan Fillion uh, podcast. We combine them both. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts? No, just Nathan Fillion. If you ever, you know, want to pal around in San Diego yeah, for a bit, you know, just, we'll have a lot give, of fun. Give just give me a call. call. It's fine. I'll do that. I'll show you a good time. You'll follow on that sword. Yes, I, got I you. really will. All right. Uh, you, of course, Pixlet Geek. You can find all our other podcasts. Uh, I am Leland here with my co-host Elizabeth, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Since I found serenity, you can't take the sky from me.